Good morning, good morning, good morning everyone. It's Sharon here again. Happy new week. I hope you had a great week last week. We are grateful to God for this day. Dear God, we thank you, we worship you and we adore you for this day you've given unto us. And this new week, we ask that you bless us, you protect us, you have your way in and through us. Pray that today you teach us something amazing that will change us forever in the name of jesus we pray that lord god almighty you reveal yourself to us this day and in this week we ask that you come through for us we pray that you will have your way in and through our lives we pray oh god that you will bless us the works of our hands you bless all that concerns us, our families. Father, Lord, those who are in need of healing, we pray that you bring healing, healing over the mind, healing over the spirit and soul, those who feel broken, those who feel helpless in the times that we're in. Lord God, you, they will feel your presence, oh God, and they will have a turnaround and a change in the name of Jesus in their circumstances. We pray that, Lord God Almighty, you will enable us, Father Lord, to live our lives right for you. To make meeting you someday in heaven our priority. May we not follow the patterns of the world, but may we be transformed by the renewing of our minds. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so. Oh God. This morning I'm going to be talking about the talents. The talents. And I'm going to be reading from Matthew um, 25. From 14 downwards to um, 30. Um. It says, again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one, he gave five bags of gold. To another, two bags. To another, one bag. Each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey the man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five more. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one went off, dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with him the man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five master he said you entrusted me with five bags of gold see i have gained five more his master replied well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful with a few things now i'm going to put you in charge of many Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came and said, Master, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. 
see i have gained two more his master replied well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful with a few things so i'll put you in charge of many things come and share your master's happiness then the man who received one bag of gold came master he said i knew you are a hard man Harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked lazy servant. You knew. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, you should have put money, my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold. He took, so take the bag of gold from him and give it to one of the, the one with the 10 bags for whoever has, will give more. And they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And thrown and throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen. Wow, this is powerful. Um here we see that the there's the master the master who gave talents to three people but he gave the talents according to each person's ability um i i i, I looked at um what's it called this um part of the bible <laughs> and i was like oh my god you know like what are we doing in our world today? You know, we are limiting ourselves by the standards of what the world tells us. So the world is telling us that you have to have 20 businesses to make success. When you've not even tried to set up one or stabilize one. And then we, we end up getting burned. And don't know what to do or we have talents whether it's one whether it's three or two whether it's five whether it's ten and we don't even use it we're just there waiting for life to happen and I, I think we've been told a lot that our breakthroughs will come destiny helpers will come um, the Bible makes us understand that prayer without works is death, which means that if you don't put your feet forward, it, which means that if God has given you talents, just like we saw with the servants and the master who gave one, you know, five talent. He, I think he gave one five talents because the one has proved himself to be able to handle few things. And he realized that if I give him this, he can multiply it. He can make 
something great out of it. And he was not far from the truth. He was so right, spot on, actually, to have given that person five. He, 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 because he multiplied it and brought the returns with it. And then the one he gave two also multiplied it. But why is it always the one with one? You have a gift of maybe singing. You have a gift of drawing, art. You have a gift of maybe cooking. But you're like, oh, you know, I, I can only cook. Uh, you know, making excuses, basically not to use the one. If you're not using the one, what I see here for me that I learned this week was God is not going to be able to open other avenues. You have to work with God. You have to be in the position to be able to push yourself. You, you, I know we always blame the government. We blame everything. Like the latest one is blaming slavery and blaming all sorts of things or people how about those who are out there making it and the the thing is don't let what you see in society especially on social media fool you that people have businesses and you think it is thriving overnight it doesn't thrive overnight uh, businesses take a long time to stand businesses take a very long time to actually be in a, in a good place where you earn money so don't ever let people's glam and whatever they're doing for the cameras fool you. Stay in your lane and know what God has given you. That's like my message this morning. Just know what God has placed on the inside of you and use that. Don't be waiting for perhaps you would have gone to university and you, you're not finding work. As, um, for my brothers and sisters in Africa, I know it's a bit different. It's, things are a bit harder, but you can start somewhere. I I I, I saw a girl um, in Botswana. Um, I saw um, what's it called? A page of hers, and she's finished the university, but I think she preferred working for herself. So she started washing clothes and it took my mind back to coming to England and my parents, you know, they didn't hang, hand us life on a platter of gold. We had to work for things. So my father would let you read a whole book in the week if you wanted pizza night on Friday. You're not going to just get pizza night because you, you look good or you look cute or whatever you're gonna have to work for you for it you're gonna have to you know re read a book you're gonna have to analyze the book you're not gonna have to narrate it before he gives you what you're looking for at by 16 i was washing clothes in a laundrette yes i was working in a laundrette and from there in the laundrette, I, I started a side hustle where I would go like near in the neighborhood and then found a few old ladies who needed their clothes washing. So on Saturdays when, you know, I've usually I was studying at the time as well for my GCSEs. So I would um, and eventually went to sixth form. I would go pick their things on in the morning 
and then drop it in the evening i would wash it i would iron it and drop it and get like extra extra income and i was doing that for over a year before i moved on into another job what i'm trying to say is life is not easy anywhere and at the time i was mad at my parents you know like making me like be out there to work but i think we can all look back and be thankful for those those times even though it didn't feel pleasant doing them i'm i'm grateful because it's made me strong so um what i'm trying to say is it doesn't matter what you have whether it's uh, i have i am i'm a graduate you know some people put themselves in graduate mode I'm a graduate, so I have to get the next big job. I mean, if you're a graduate and you can get the next big job, that's amazing. But if you can't, there's something that God has given everyone, a skill, something that you enjoy doing. And it must be something you enjoy doing. And you can start where you are. I was talking about this girl in Botswana just because I could identify with her. You know, like washing clothes is not an embarrassment. I think people always want to put themselves in a CEO mode when they are not even ready for it. You've, you've not even like tested little things. So how will God make a way or open doors for the big things to happen? And then we get so frustrated and mad at God. We are in a society where everyone is getting mad. Everyone is just going crazy. Just, just chill, like calm down. There's time for everything just because... A is moving forward. You don't know the storms A has overcome to be able to get to Z or, or, or Y or wherever they are. So don't compare yourself with people. Stay in your, in your lane. Stay in the place God has put you. I mean, if you can afford to do certain things, then that's fine. If you don't have to do the wrong things to make life work, then that's amazing. But if you're not in the position to do things don't overwork yourself don't go doing robbery because you want to make money don't commit crimes anything that is legit that you can find your heart and soul doing just do it you know because you don't if if you're going to wash people's clothes you don't need anything you just need to advertise yourself just get someone to make you a few flyers and and you know, just go to houses or in your community and ask them, you know, can I do that? There's no shame in it. I, I did it with so much pride and so much happiness. It was like me getting the extra income was great for me at the time, you know, like saving, putting money down and stuff. So it was like just amazing that I was emancipating myself and it worked out. That's what I'm trying to say. And I'm here today. So it's like, you, it's, it's just steps you take, things that challenge you, that makes you sometimes cry. Some, yeah, I mean, you have moments where you feel like, oh God, what am I doing? And stuff, but things will get better once you just lift your finger and decide and make up your mind that God help me, I'm going to do this. It's not just washing or starting the laundry thing there's so many things that you can do if you look around you i've known people back in africa like in ghana where i came from who um you know go out there like who who sell 
like water on the street and they, they've built houses from that who sell bread on the street they've built houses from that they've done amazing they've emancipated themselves from poverty the thing is we keep saying the government the government but trust me if the government need, was going to do something about you <laughs> they would have done it already so don't sit there god has given you plenty to be thankful for and to use to your advantage. Don't sit there like the guy with the one talent. You know, you see, and sometimes our lack of knowledge of things is an ignorance can put us in a place where, you know, we make mistakes and cost us. But God's grace is sufficient, you know. We, we we sit there and we, we we don't have knowledge. Like the one with the one talent who buried it. Did he even know that he could actually have put in the bank for the money to flourish and then he can actually return it to the master? He would have multiplied that money if he just, instead of burying it in the ground, burying that talent, you know, instead of uh, multiplying the money in the bank, maybe he didn't know, maybe out of ignorance, out of pride, he did not take note of that. You know, some of us, um, when, when we have a little bit of money, um, we just, you know, want to spend our future, you know, wear our future because we feel like, oh, it's this is just little money. Huh? God has given us enough. God has given me like things and then you're like, oh, this is not enough. This is just small money this person gave me. Like, let me just go and buy the latest shoe or the latest makeup or the latest, you know. But that could have been maybe the money you can use to start something small just to to see it flourish. Or even put it in the bank to yield an interest and then you can use it. You know, little drops are enough for God to use. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know what your little drop is this morning. But God can use it wherever you are, whether you are in Africa, whether you are in wherever you are. God, God can find you there and help you. You know, he already has a package with your name on it. But he just needs you to open that one door. It could be maybe going back into education. It could be maybe, you know, when I finished school, I was like, oh, I'm not going back into education. I, 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 I'm old for it. I don't think I can. And then I remember we, when we moved out of London, God spoke to me about, like, you have to go back. Like, well, where I want to take you, you have to go back. And now I'm doing almost done with my master's degree in law. And that's what God can do. But I swore never to go back into any classroom to learn. It comes with so many challenges, but I'm grateful for it. You have to hear the voice of God. You have to be discerning about things that you want to do with yourself. And when he speaks, you have to listen. You know, this business of us relying on, like this generation wants a microwave life. Microwave lives, unfortunately, it doesn't pay off. It doesn't. It doesn't last long. You know, and I want to say this to some of my sisters. Not all my sisters, but I know a lot of my sisters in Africa are doing amazing things and around the world. But those who want to rely on men, oh my God! Like I just always cringe when I 
hear stories or see people and some people will be saying oh you don't know how poverty is but the solution is not relying on a man well i grew up um with my maternal grandmother and she raised us in such a way that you do not rely on anyone so i have i was fortunate i would say and blessed to to have that it was like an all women powerhouse like a few men but like all the women my aunties and they were all working very hard so i saw hard work from the beginning and so it's like that was fostered in me anyway to work hard like my grandma was a businesswoman she she still and she still sold ice in the house every morning so even though she had a business in town and everything and she would go and sell her stuff she still sold ice she still sold water in the house and and it worked so what i'm trying to say is you can still have one business and then but that's what god does if you're faithful in doing the little things then he'll bring the big things and you know, my sisters is not the way forward is not like, oh, like I have to go and be with this man so that I can get paid and all that. It's it's they're just going to use you. They're going to make you miserable. There's no life in that at all. There's no life in that. There's no life in that. Um, I want to encourage us that even as we've gone through like this um, Bible verse, um, if we can ponder on it during the week and just like write a list of things that you want to do, just make a list of things that you enjoy doing and then choose the ones that, you know, I can immediately start doing it. I can immediately start doing it. I can immediately jump on it and, you know, start if it's washing or if you have a, a freezer or a fridge can i start selling some water there's no shame don't think about what people think of you because you're some slave queen or whatever i don't know what they call it I don't, like you know the world has gone crazy for me there's things that like just I, I don't know but it doesn't make sense to me you know because maybe i'm from a generation i'm I'm not too old, old, but I just feel like what's going on with this life? Like yesterday I was listening to someone saying how, you know, yeah, they, they believe that is a man's role to take care of everything. Listen, we're in a world where you can't leave a man to take care of everything because there's more pressures on us, like in this generation than never before. So you have to do your, your part you know, you have to do your part as a woman. Have your own stuff. Have your own dreams. Don't, don't, don't piggyback off a man. Even in marriage, you know, you have to have your own aspirations, your separate goals as a couple, and then um, you know, have a marital goal, and then you have your own separate goals that you things that you want to achieve. No, just like do things because that will bring you happiness don't think that going in a marriage and the man doing everything for you waiting for a man to marry you he will get fed up he will get fed up he will get fed up of providing everything all the time because that's not the essence of marriage we think the essence of marriage is to have a man to bring you home and then you sit here and paint your nails and your your eyelashes and like 
that's not marriage. It's real is a is a real thing, it's a whole institution. So instead of you saying I'm waiting, let me just wait for the next big thing before you know you're fifty, before you know you're sixty. Because people will not put up with it no more. Like the men are not willing to put up with people who are lazy and don't want to put their fingers out. Have your own stuff before a man comes. That's what I'm saying. Prepare yourself before a man comes. And then it's a bonus if he has everything. And that that's great. But if he doesn't, there's no pressure either. You can work together as a team. I'm not talking about lazy men either. I'm not talking about men who don't want to do anything. And just want to laze about and also wait for women to come in their lives to do things. God has given everyone a purpose in this life. It's up to you to find it. He's given everyone a gift. It's you to find it. But it takes time for these things to come to fruition, for, for it to grow. I'm still finding my feet. I'm still growing every day. I'm still learning. I'm still making mistakes. I'm not perfect, very far from perfect. But I'm always making efforts. That's what it takes. Keep making efforts. Persevere. Work hard. It's okay. You have bad days. You have meltdowns, but it's okay. You know, so this morning, this is the little I have to give us, you know. And I just want to say, dear God, forgive us for being of the world and not trusting you enough to use the one that you've given us to bless our lives and to bless the people around us. Give us a hope and a new attitude this week. To push one more time, to believe one more time, to plan one more time, and to stick to take the steps that you need us to take to get where you we need we need to be in the name of Jesus. We ask that this week you give us the ideas that we need, even those of us who might not know where we where to start. You will give us ideas of where to start, and I know. And I believe that you will bring us through to where you've destined for us. We ask that Lord God Almighty, you bless this week. You flourish us. You bless the works of our hands. You make it a happy one for us like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. So this is the end of today's podcast. I wish you a lovely, lovely week. And I want to wish everyone a happy birthday. Everyone who's celebrating their birthday this week and last week, maybe over the weekend, a happy birthday. Um, the one special birthday um, I'd like to wish, the one special person I'd like to wish a happy birthday is my own husband, Will. I wish you a happy birthday. I love you. The kids love you so much. And I pray that God will bless you in everything that you do. And everyone else who's celebrating their birthday today and this week. Um, Well, mine is on Wednesday. So, yeah, we thank God for all he's done and all he's doing. We are grateful for life. Um, You know, don't take life for granted. Cherish life. Cherish the people that love you, whether they're one, two, three. It doesn't matter. You like even if no one loves you, you've got God. 
and that's enough. You know, he loves you. He said, he said he's the father of the fatherless, you know, and the mother of the motherless. So he's there for all of us. He's father to us all. If you don't have anyone, look to God. He always comes through. I've, I've tried and tested what God can do. And I know that he's faithful. So this comes to the, the real end of our podcast today. I wish you a lovely, lovely week. Um, um, Mrs. B, the ever girl who never gives up or stops winning. You shouldn't either. Don't give up. Don't stop winning. Have a good day and God bless you. Bye for now. Bye.